give me that love, give me that joy, give me that pieces of possible prophet Chris Ward. And I'm in your hearing today, and I thank God for you. Grab your Bible, open the, the book of Genesis, and we're going to pick it up in Genesis chapter 12. We're going to jump around a little bit because some things I want to talk about. We want to talk about um, recognizing God as your shield, which is your protection, and your exceedingly great reward. Wow. Uh, and we'll look at that in a minute. But we were looking at some principles necessary, and the, the, this is how to find financial freedom from a kingdom standpoint. Okay, from a kingdom standpoint. Say it with me, from a kingdom standpoint. You know, the, the world's way of financial freedom is work, 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 work. Yeah, work or have a I'm my business. I'm working my business. My business, I'm going off the chain. I'm huffing and a puffing. And I ain't going to lie to you. I'm still in there, but I'm trying to get out the huffing and puffing. I'm trying to huff and puff on, on the presence, in the presence of the Lord and walk around with my Bible, my iPad in my hand, just meditating God, talking to him, getting direction how to expand our ministry and move to the next level and, um, and allow him to handle the things in my life. And he's already done that. My needs are already more than enough. Um, my needs is met, my bills is paid, and I have plenty more to put in store. And the plenty more to put in store is growing now beyond what I need to actually live and travel and eat and buy. And you pretty much I have everything that I could think of to buy right now. I need a bigger house so I can have some more stuff to put into it. So a bigger house so I can have some more stuff to buy, some new furniture and all that. The house where I'm at, we believe in God for another house. And it's already done. But we were talking about steps to financial freedom. Okay, from a kingdom standpoint, say it with me, steps to financial uh, freedom. Now, what I want you to do, I want you to go to anchor.fm slash Voice of Dominion, and I want you to listen to last week's show. These are going to be companion shows. No, normally, I do two shows at a time with a particular subject matter, and it's, it's a half an hour show. So normally, in what I would do on YouTube every Saturday morning at 9.30, I'm on live, it would be 45 minutes to an hour Guess what? We kind of break it up here. It's broken up. We tape them all at the same time. Last week's show and today's show is being taped at the same time. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. I love you with the love of the Lord. And I'm concerned about the financial and spiritual and mental wherewithal of people now to be to live in the peace, to have joy, and to, and to really experience the love of God. Because when you're outside of kingdom finances, you cannot experience the love of God. Your mind, you know, and I said this, and this is the revelation God gave me. You're only, God can only occupy as a, 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 the part of your day that you're thinking about him. Where your conscious and subconscious mind and your imagination is on the Lord, the Lord God. Abraham didn't know Jesus. Jesus was in Abraham's loins. But guess what? Jesus was Abraham was one of Abraham's sons. Okay. And Abraham was the father of the faith to do what? Grab up some money. That's what it was for. Let's look at Genesis chapter 12. 
Okay? And I'm not going to spend as much time in my introduction as I did last week, but you need to listen to it. Now, in Genesis chapter 11, we saw Terah. Oh, shucks. Okay, Lord. Let's just read that. We were talking about the steps necessary to gain uh, kingdom financial freedom. One is you're going to have to break family iniquity. Read that last verse there. What? Which one? In Genesis chapter 11, mm-hmm. verse 31. 11, Genesis 11, 31. Mm-hmm. And Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah, his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. So two things, family iniquity caused, he said, go to Canaan. Terah had in his family, his sons and, and nephews and their wives stopped in Haran. God told him to go to Canaan. It says, and they and dwelt there. So they stopped. Read the last verse. And the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Okay, case in point. When family iniquity takes you to a place where you no longer can respond to God through obedience and worship, guess what? Death is the result, poverty, lack of wisdom, uh, and sickness and disease. It said he died there. Okay. And if you go back and you read Genesis 10, 9, 10, you will see that men were living hundreds of years longer than Terah. So Terah, God was trying to separate Terah to a place where he would have to recognize God. Okay. As his exceedingly great reward. Let's go to uh, Genesis chapter 15. This is where we started last week. I want you to go with us, and we're just gonna read the first, uh, the first verse. Okay. It says, "And these things." Go ahead and read that for me. Genesis fifteen one. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, "Fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward." Now, a shield is something you use to protect you from the onslaught of enemies. And thy exceedingly great reward. What does this word reward mean? Ooh. Watch this. Payment. Salary. Fair. Maintenance. Compensation. Benefit. Ooh. That's good right there. I feel my help up here. That's some monies, y'all. You ain't worried about no retirement. If you ain't got nothing, you don't need to worry about it. You just follow God. Break the family iniquity and go farther than your family went, but then don't pull up somewhere. Keep going. Now go back to Genesis chapter 12. Okay. Don't pull up in a place when you get comfortable. Keep going. That's what Tira did. Tira never saw the blessing of the Lord. Okay. He never saw it. Because one, he did not worship God. Two, he did not, well, he, he knew God because the Bible says, and the Lord said to Tira. And Tira did his thing and died unfulfilled. Okay? So let's read Genesis 12, 1 now real quick because we got some more scriptures we need to get to. 
Genesis 12, 1. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Okay, so we see here, he told Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, Get get out of way. Get out of the country where your daddy died, and from your kindred, leave them behind. And from thy father's house, and from thy father's iniquity, and from thy father's premature d- death pattern, unto a land that I will show thee. He didn't even know where he was going. God just told him to leave all that behind. That's the same thing happened to me in 1991. I've been 30 years out here, a full time ministry. Okay, go ahead. Read verse two. And I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Okay, so he said he would make him great so that he could be a blessing. Okay. Now, you know, there's a lot of people that when you when start talking about financial freedom, they get, the fingers get sticky because their mind is full of icky. Okay, how about that? Boy, I tell you what, why? They only think they need enough. As long as they have enough or more than enough to do what they want to do, they think that's all you need. He told Abraham, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great. Now watch this. And thou shalt be a blessing to what? Other people, to the earth. Read verse 3 for me. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curseth thee. Protection. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, could Abraham comprehend, at the time that came to him, could he comprehend the the, the full width and and depth of what God was saying to him? I think not. Because it's a process. So number one process, if you're going to be financially free, okay, you must break family iniquity. Number two we see in the scriptures here. Okay, you must obey the Lord. Number three, we see in the scriptures here, you must be in the place that God wants you to be in, no matter the circumstances. Okay, if God called you to go to a country that's closed up with COVID and you're able to get in, that's the place where you're going to be a blessing to the most amount of people. Read verse four for me. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. Okay, and Abram passed verse six, okay. verse six. And Abram passed through the land unto a place of Shechem, unto the plain of Morah. And the Canaanite was then in the land. Okay, so did he reach his destination? Yeah, he had to keep going. But we're gonna see. There's some stuff that pops up here that he had to maintain his connection with God and obedience. He had to endure some things. Okay. Uh, verse six says he passed through the land unto the place of Seshim and the plain of Morah, and the Canaanite was in the land. They were he told him to go to Canaan. That's where he was at. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. 
And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Now, if you go back and read the prior verses, when Abraham left, it says Abraham and all that he had. So he had some. He wasn't broke. There's only one reason people are absolutely broke or homeless is one, they lose their mental capacity to operate in this, this, the world system. The world, when you see Egypt or Babylon, you see captivity or limit. Okay. That's what those are. So the Egyptians money system of the world is work, pay taxes, pay bills, work, pay taxes, pay bills, try and save some money for retirement. If you got a retirement, you, you, you're able to put something together, but it's all in the world system. God has nothing to do with that. We're talking about financial freedom in the kingdom of God, kingdom financial freedom. So we saw breaking family iniquity. We saw, and the other thing you see in Genesis uh, uh, chapter 12, verse 1 and 3, is Abraham's dedication to accomplish the purpose for which God gave him. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land, and there builded he an altar unto the Lord, and he appeared unto him. So we see destination, we see family iniquity being broken, we see obedience, we see belief or faith in God. Because when the Bible says in, in Genesis chapter uh, uh, 12, 4, that Abraham departed. Listen. If you go to the bank, okay, and there was a newscaster on to your favorite bank, maybe they only have one branch, the one that's closest to your house, and they say that somebody robbed that bank and that that bank is now empty or devoid of money, would you go there if you, if, if you, if you believe that? No. One is a negative report, and the Bible says that Abraham departed. So he believed what God told him. He told him, I will make you a blessing. Genesis 12, 4 said, and he departed. What? Seeking God to perform his word. It's called faith. You must have it. That's the fifth thing. Keep going. Verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land, and there build he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. So the Lord appeared unto him and he built an altar. Now, when you see old Testament, um, characters building altars, they're taking of their physical substance. Okay. Which was primarily animal sacrifice. Okay. To give to the, cause guess what? You know, you can take a big cow, big heifer, and guess what? You can eat steaks for a long time. We don't, we don't think of, our economic system is separate from the agricultural systems that they had. Most of the time, it was food. Their, their wealth was had to do with the amount of animals and servants that they had and the amount of food that they were able to generate and or maintain. Okay, Just like today, in, in the world system, the amount of money that you're able to, the maintenance, it talked about the reward of the Lord, maintenance. Your maintenance, when your ma when your business gets to the place where it's more than doing your maintenance, and you begin to stock up money, okay, it goes in the bank. It goes in the world's banking system, okay. Back then, they had a gregarian or a, a, a agrarian system of wealth and wealth accumulation, which was servants of people and camels. 
if you go to uh, uh, Genesis 12, uh, 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 th- we'll see that in Genesis 13 in just a second. Okay. So I'm ahead of myself. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said unto the, thy seed, I will give this land and there building he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Now, I don't care how in this country you can be homeless. And if you desire to come up on a dollar a day, you can do it. This, what you see, and it says, and it appeared unto Abraham and said unto thy seed, will I give this land and there build he an altar to give a portion of his financial status at that point. I've been homeless. I was homeless for three years. I've been in full-time ministry for three years. I've been an ordained minister for 27 years. And, and I started living in the street. I came up on money. I started believing God for a dollar a day to get my coffee cup renewed at the 7-Elevens every morning. I had a big old coffee cup that I had when I made the trip to come out here and I ended up homeless. And guess what? I had to believe God for a dollar because there wasn't no money. I didn't have no bank account, no job. And he told me he didn't want me to take no job or have no business until he released me to do it. So I believed that he was going to bless me. He told me until I release you. And with that kind of sacrifice being made, guess what? I knew my blessing that he was going to be my exceedingly great reward. And he is this day. And I'm waiting today to be a systemically wealthy man, be in the top 1% of all the wealthy men in the earth. Because it's 8 billion people and and the church after the pandemic sure needs somebody with some money to start pouring millions of dollars into it. Okay. Uh, Verse 8, Genesis 12, 8. And he removed from thence unto the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent having Bethel on the west and hey on the east and there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord called upon the name of the Lord go ahead and Abram journeyed going on still toward the south so after he sealed the covenant believed the promise okay let's go back and look at these steps again because I need to I should have wrote these down but it's, it's revelation just flowing from me he had to break his father's iniquity He had to go to the place, to the physical location, and we see him here. He is in Canaan, and he is journeying through the land, okay? He had to believe the word of the future promise coming to him, okay? He had to believe the word, and we see now here, he is actually giving an offering unto the Lord. That's the way they gave offerings. Today, we put money in envelopes, or we click a button and hit Zelly or ACH or uh, text me this, text me some money here or there. We move money around electronically. They didn't. They took cattle or goats and birds, uh, and they made an altar and they worshipped God by setting it on fire. When they set the, when they set it up there, guess what? They didn't build a fire to burn it. God answered by fire. By I would say light, so you can see it better. Lightning hit it and would burn it up, and that would say that God has received their offering. Okay. Uh, he in, in verse two, in verse eight. Go ahead. Verse, and he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and Hay on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Okay. 
just picked up another revelation here. And he removed from thence unto a mountain. He was seeking a high place to give God an offering. Oh, Lord. We are, we know, I'm in the valley. Lord, take my little sheep. Abraham didn't do that. He went to the high place. He reverenced God. Verse 9. And Abram journeyed going on still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. Okay, now watch this. Here's another principle. Okay. After you break family iniquities, you go to the place that he wants you to be in. He's sojourning this land right now in Canaan. Okay. You receive the promise. You exercise faith in God. Okay. And then you care, continue to carry on. So verse 9 says, And Abraham's journey going on still toward the south. And you give God some of your financial substance. A tenth. If you go to, uh, you'll see in Genesis 14 that uh, uh, the great prophet and priest of the king showed up to Abraham after the, the, the battle of the veils and Abraham became the first tithe giver, which is 10%. Read verse 11 for me. And it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt. And he said unto Sarah, his wife, behold now. Okay, I we're not going to read that. Let me go back to verse 10. Okay, that was Abraham and some foolishness. And God puts this stuff in the Bible by Abraham lying and telling, making his wife a lie to Pharaoh and all that. He shows us that, listen, you you are imperfect. I'm imperfect. Everybody's imperfect. You don't have to be perfect to, to roll up with God to the high place. You just got to be responsive to what he does, what the Holy Spirit tells you to do so you can get it done for him. Okay. Verse 10 says, and there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was very grievous in the land. So Abraham was in the high place. He was rolling with God. Everything was hunkety-dory. He was sojourning in the land. God gave him a promise to take the land. In Genesis 1, 2, 12, 1, 2, and 3, he told him, I'm going to make a blessing. I'm going to make a blessing out of you, one, two, and three. And guess what? He believed it, and he went, and then what happened? Bam! Say it with me. Say, say that little thing you said. Bam, bam, bam. Say it. Come on now. Let the people laugh like I laugh. Come on. Oh, Lord. She didn't say it. Oh, my goodness. Bam, bam, bam. A famine. A famine came. Now, somebody said, well, why would God have me leave my house and my relatives and go somewhere and run right into a famine? And that's exactly what happened to me. I gave it all up. And God wants to see will you give up everything for him. Okay, people that are going to manage and assimilate large portions of kingdom wealth have to give up everything. It's part of it. Uh, read verse 11 again for me. And it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt that he said unto Sarah, his wife, Behold. Oh, we're going to skip that. That's why I want that's the part I want to skip. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, let's see, the princes. Uh, okay. Now, watch this. He went through a famine. Now, I want to go back to Abraham leaving the mountain and going down to a place in Egypt. He returned back to Egypt. 
He returned back to the ways of men, and we often do that. You know, if you have a job and you got laid off and God is trying to lead you into wealth, he won't give you another job. He'll give you a business. They're graduating steps to assimilating wealth in kingdom. But God going to meet you where you're at. Okay. The number one way to assimilate, to, to be broke is not to do nothing, not to follow nobody, not even the world system, not God. You just do nothing and you'll be homeless and broke and sick and stupid and poor. Okay. The next level of financial wherewithal is worldly in, uh, endowments. What? GR, Section 8, food stamps, whatever. In other words, you get assistance from the government, from the world system, to, to keep your head covered and keep some belly in you. The next level is a job. You take a job. Now, Abraham had a job. God had already given his mission to be a blessing to everybody. But then he turned back and went to he turned back and went to Egypt. He can't he he went he turned back. And there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. Why would he say he was already listen, he was in Canaan and he left the place where God told him to be to go to Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was very grievous in the land. Why? All for some bread, man. Just and he entered, Ab and he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep, oxen, and he asses, and men servants, and maid servants, and she asses, and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah's Abram's wife. Okay, so. It says, and it came to pass when he, came, when he when he went into Egypt. So, did he? I believe in my spirit of spirits, God did not lead him to Egypt. That was a natural response to a tight famine, because the Bible says the famine was very grievous. Okay, say very grievous. Can you say pandemic ec economics? Okay, they, what happened with all the economics and all of it? People was out of work. People were starving. People were sick. It was the famine was grievous, very grievous. The pandemic was very grievous at one point. And we respond to that as natural human beings, but not as spirit filled, God saved kingdom participants. You don't go back to the world system. You sit and wait on God. It says here in verse 16, read that again. And he entreated Abram well for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen and he asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. So even though he turned back, he had a flaw. Okay. And I never heard anybody preach that like I preached it. Okay. That going down to Egypt was a sin. I believe it was a sin. Why? He told him to go to Canaan. And just because a famine came on Canaan, I really believe that if he had stood and used the same faith that it took him to leave his father's house to receive the promise, to receive Canaan as a promise, God, is God going to give you something that's faulty? Nope. He just ran into something. It was a test, and I believe he failed it. That's what I believe. But even when he failed it, uh, it says here, and he, and Pharaoh and the princes entreated Abraham well for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen and asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. Keep read verse 17 for me. 
Wow. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, what is this I've done? And Pharaoh commanded the men concerning him, verse, I mean, verse Genesis 12, 20, and they sent them away and his wife and all that he had and all that he had. And I want to get to Genesis 13, 1. Okay. Are you going to Genesis 13, 1? Uh-huh. Read that for me real quick. And Abram went up out of Egypt and he and his wife and all that he had and lot with him into the south. Wow. And he went up out of Egypt. He, when he came up, he had him and his wife and all that he had. And verse 2 says, and his one ended up. And Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and gold. Kingdom economics will never let you down. This is Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. We love you with the love of the Lord. If you never received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, ask the Lord to come into your heart right now. Repeat after me. Say, Father, I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus was your son, and I ask him to come into my heart right now. This is Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. I apologize. Man, I got so into the word time got away. We love you. This is the Voice of Dominion. Amen. <laughs>